Today is the 16th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today. Um, so weird. Coming to you from Rome. Uh, we spent yesterday working through jet lag, but also working to capture uh, film and photographs of uh, some of the places here that intersect with the New Testament and We'll be continuing that journey through today and then moving to Israel tomorrow uh, where we will get ready to begin the annual Daily Audio Bible pilgrimage. But we can talk about all that later. Let's move into the scriptures for today and guess what? We finished the book of Exodus yesterday even as we were beginning the Gospel of Mark. So uh, we have fresh books in front of us. So Leviticus is the third book of the Torah, or of the Pentateuch, the third book of the Old Testament, and it was written to the children of Israel. And, um, I mean, we're in the middle of the desert at this point in the story, and God is establishing the terms of the covenant between himself and the nation of Israel that is being formed. And it's about a year since they've been out of Egypt and the law is being given. And and as, as we pay attention to this, and this is one of those areas where it's like, this is a law book we're about to read. So we can zone out pretty easily because who goes to the library to get a law book to read unless you're an attorney or something. But if we'll pay attention to what's going on here, we'll we'll see the plot behind the story, right? We talked about that the other day. We'll see that everything that is being instituted is for a reason about these people's identity, who they are and who God is. And so we'll see that this this theme that God wants fellowship, but that fellowship can only happen through holiness is a huge thing. He's... He says in this book, I I am holy, therefore you will be holy. So if, I mean, if we just read Leviticus, just listen to the words, not really, you know, paying attention to other than what's going on, then we'll see a lot of blood in this book because there's a lot of sacrifices in it. And if we look at the Old Testament, um, which is, which is ancient through the perspective of the culture that we live in right now, then yeah, it will seem barbaric and antiquated and irrelevant and all of the things that people have said over the years, but it's not. Like, we might we, we might wonder, like, wh- why would they just start sacrificing animals? Why would God want um, animal sacrifices and for them to be burned up on an altar? So it's like six weeks ago now that we began our journey and we were in the Garden of Eden and we saw Adam and Eve and their rebellion. We talked about this. That separated them from God. And so when God came to look for them in the cool of the evening, they were hiding. And they eventually tell God that they were afraid because they were naked. And and what God does is telling here. He covers them with the skins of animals. So it was God who set this precedent of atonement and covering. It cost something to cover the man and the woman. It cost the life of an animal. 
So like now in this church era that we live in, we're in a culture that that's after Jesus came with the final sacrifice. And so all of that sacrificial stuff is antiquated to us and far outdated to us, but it wasn't then. And uh, let's not forget what that final sacrifice, the one Jesus made, looked like, because it put on display all the barbarity of mankind. So God is baking into this culture that sin comes at a great cost. So uh, you might have made it this far in the Bible before. You might have made it to Leviticus before and then started and we're like, I don't, I don't know how to relate to this. Embrace it. What you're watching is the establishment of a culture by a sovereign God, a culture that is intended to show a fallen man the great price of its rebellion and the great price of this separation but to also reveal the Most High God in His holiness and to understand that this people is invited into that holiness. And the whole thing is happening in the harshness of the desert wastelands where there's nowhere for them to run. Like, they're not gonna go to the grocery store and pick up some corn. Like, they're in the desert. There's no place for them to resupply. And that's where we find ourselves as we begin the book of Leviticus, chapter 1 through 3 today. And it's a brand new week, so we'll read from the New International Version this week. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. He said, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When anyone among you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from either the sheep or the goats, you are to offer a male without defect. You are to slaughter it at the north side of the altar before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. You are to cut it into pieces, and the priest shall arrange them 
including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to bring all of them and burn them on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you are to offer a dove or a young pigeon. The priest shall bring it to the altar, wring off the head and burn it on the altar. Its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar. He is to remove the crop and the feathers and throw them down east of the altar where the ashes are. He shall tear it open by the wings, not dividing it completely, and then the priest shall burn it on the wood that is burning on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, their offering is to be of the finest flour. They are to pour olive oil on it, put incense on it, and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priests shall take a handful of the flour and oil together with all the incense and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. If you bring a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to consist of the finest flour, either thick loaves made without yeast and with olive oil mixed in, or thin loaves made without yeast and brushed with olive oil. If your grain offering is prepared on a griddle, it is to be made of the finest flour mixed with oil and without yeast. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your grain offering is cooked in a pan, it is to be made of the finest flour and some olive oil. Bring the grain offering made of these things to the Lord. Present it to the priest who shall take it to the altar. He shall take out the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar as a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. Every grain offering you bring to the Lord must be made without yeast, for you are not to burn any yeast or honey in a food offering presented to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of the first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. Season all your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant of your God out of your grain offerings. Add salt to all your offerings. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, Offer crushed heads of new grain roasted in the fire. Put oil and incense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest shall burn the memorial portion of the crushed grain and the oil, together with all the incense, as a food offering presented to the Lord. If your offering is a fellowship offering, and you offer an animal from the herd, 
whether male or female, you are to present before the Lord an animal without defect. You are to lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash the blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn it on the altar on top of the burnt offering that is lying on the burning wood. It is a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If you offer an animal from the flock as a fellowship offering to the Lord, you are to offer a male or female without defect. If you offer a lamb, you are to present it before the Lord, lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord. It's fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. If your offering is a goat, you are to present it before the Lord, Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From what you offer, you are to present this food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Mark 1, 29 through two, twelve. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they immediately told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, 
to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. A few days later, when Jesus entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts, and he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Psalm 35, 17-28 How long, Lord, will you look on? Rescue me from their ravages, my precious life from these lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. Among the throngs, I will praise you. Do not let those gloat over me who are my enemies without cause. Do not let those who hate me without reason maliciously wink the eye. They do not speak peaceably, but devise false accusations against those who live quietly in the land. They sneer at me and say, Aha! Aha! With our own eyes we have seen it. 
Lord, you have seen this. Do not be silent. Do not be far from me, Lord. Awake and rise to my defense. Contend for me, my God and Lord. Vindicate me in your righteousness, Lord, my God. Do not let them gloat over me. Do not let them think, aha, just what we wanted. Or say, we have swallowed him up. May all who gloat over my distress be put to shame and confusion. May all who exalt themselves over me be clothed with shame and disgrace. May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, The Lord be exalted, who delights in the well-being of his servant. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises all day long. Proverbs 9 13 through 18. Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house, on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, Stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. Thank you, Father, for your word. Oh, Lord, we love you, and we thank you for bringing us into this new week. And uh, as discombobulated as travel, especially international travel, can be, we are so grateful for the opportunity uh, to be on this pilgrimage. And uh, indeed, we thank you for all that we are being able to see and experience. We thank you for context. We thank you for illuminating the story that is in the Bible so that we can more clearly Sense your leading on the narrow path that leads to life because it's a counterintuitive path and so often we find ourselves off of it. So we thank you uh, for all of the ways in a year that you come for us through your word and through each other and through the experiences that we share. And so we invite you fully into every aspect of all that will be happening in the coming days. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website, home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here. So stay tuned and stay connected. Uh, for the next couple of weeks, what's going to be going on around here is is travel, the annual pilgrimage that we take as a community to the land of the Bible. And so uh, we've we stopped over for two days here in Rome to capture some things. So man, we had to visit um, some some parts of the Vatican yesterday. I, I've I've never been, so it's like. 
Yeah, pretty overwhelming. Pretty, pretty overwhelming. Um, but more on a more sobering note, we were also able to to visit a prison where where Paul had been kept, and also the uh, the place of his his execution and his his burial. Like he's there's, he's buried here, uh, as is the Apostle Peter. So uh, I've, I've posted some things on the Daily Audio Bible Facebook page, some pictures and stuff of kind of uh, what we're seeing, what's going on. And I've mentioned that a couple times. This is a good time to follow the, the Daily Audio Bible Facebook page or uh, on Instagram, Daily Audio Bible on Instagram, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Daily Audio Bible on Facebook. That'll keep you connected to the uh, to the the pilgrimage that we're on because we're, we're kind of posting photographs little videos and stuff like that as they happen at different places so it's kind of updated throughout the day and you can just kind of check back and see what's going on we'll be uh seeing some of ancient uh the ancient ruins of rome and i'm very much looking forward to that today there are uh, uh just a lot of roman ruins in the land of israel in the the biblical lands because at one point it was a part of the Roman Empire. It was a part of the Roman Empire during Jesus' life and ministry. It was the Romans who executed Jesus. So I, you know, I've been familiar with the architecture and the aqueducts and just um, some of the magnificent places there, but um, to sort of connect those dots to Rome itself and sort of see some of the ancient uh, archaeology that remains is is going to be great. So we'll be posting some pictures of that today and then uh, trying trying to turn the corner on the jet lag uh, as we prepare to uh, fly over to Tel Aviv tomorrow. So thank you for your continued prayers. And I remind you that uh, it is our intention to come back again next year. I don't, we pray every year. I don't know, I don't know how many years out, but we are planning to come back in 2021. And uh, that pilgrimage is available for registration now, as I have mentioned before. And you can get all the details at dailyaudiobible.com in the initiatives section. Just look for Israel 2021. And uh, you will be able to get all of the details there. Looking forward to that. And as I have mentioned, usually by the time this pilgrimage is over, that 2021 will be mostly full, if not all the way full. So if it's been on your bucket list, then, then check it out. Hope to, hope to see you sometime. It is a life-changing experience. It's weird because I've been many times, but it's the life-changing experience every, every time for me. So check it out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. I thank you. I thank you profoundly for your partnership. It, if we didn't do this together, we wouldn't be doing this at all, and I'm grateful that we are. So there's a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address, if that is your preference, is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 
37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial, or you can just hit that hotline button, the little red button at the top of the app, and uh, start sharing from there. And that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, family. This is his little Cherie in Canada. And Brian has been reading to us from the Old Testament about the priests and their garments and all of the rituals and rigmaroles that they have to go through simply to enter God's presence and not die. And... It's not that God is waiting to zap them. It's just that when you are dealing with a gazillion volts of electricity, there are certain precautions that you have to make or you will die, and God knows that. But I have just been so struck by how the blood of Jesus accomplished what generations of Levitical priesthood could not. And now it is so effortless for us to enter God's presence. I simply open my eyes in the morning and step into the arms of the one who has waited for me all night. I can simply, without washing my face, without putting on certain clothing, without even praying, I can simply step into his arms and sing, In your flowering arms, in your flowering arms, there is nothing I must do but trust in you and rest. In your flowering arms, in your flowering arms, there is nothing I must bring. I sit and sing and rest. In your flowering arms, in your flowering arms, there is nothing I must be but your little Cherie. I rest in your flowering arms. Hi, Dad family. This is Nadine, formerly of New Hampshire, now a resident of Maine. Um, I learned that on February 3rd, my fi- my husband filed for divorce. Um, so pretty much it's just a waiting game until I get the paperwork. Um, I just ask that you lift me up and get, pray for strength for my, myself and for him as well. Um, I don't know where I'm headed now. I'm sad and I'm broken. But I can't change things. So just give it to God and go with the flow and just pray that my journey ahead is more than I dreamed of. Um, thank you. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. This is Paula calling from a small island in the sea on the east coast of Canada. I just want to say I can't believe how God has changed my life through this broadcast. I was scrambling up an embankment with Satan hanging on my heels, reaching out to God. My, my life was in, in a mire. 
and God scooped me up and with all the forcefulness of a, a toddler holding on to his most prized possession, he said, mine to Satan and lifted me up and he has blessed me immensely through this podcast. I am amazed at what, what God has put before me. Is my life better? No, an understatement, no. But oh, how much easier it is to handle each and every day. As I join you and I hear your prayers, I pray for each and every one of you as you pray. I pray for the, the boys as their mom, Diane, sends her last days and how she they need to be embraced and for the Tonys and Bob the Budgie, I love him. It's just amazing how simple little tweets in the background can make everything so happy. And I, I just feel like, like I've come home and you guys have pulled out the chair and patted it and said, come, come sit to the supper table. Come dine with us as we can grow, devour in, in God's word. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being yourself. I see myself in so many of you. Some places I am now and some places I've been. And... But I'm not going to go into that. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for just being there. God bless you, and I will be calling back. Thank you so much. Hello, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Denise uh, from a lot of different places, but I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina this minute. And I just wanted to uh, reach out to Christy from Florida slash Ohio who called in and her prayer or update was played at the hour and 30 minute mark of the community prayer on February 9th. And she uh, let us all know that she was the anonymous caller from 1-6 who called in uh, right after finding out that her sister had committed suicide. And I'm... Um, Christy, I am so glad to know who you are. I am so sorry for your sister, and I'm sorry to find out that you've also just lost a grandfather. I, on Mondays, have started praying for uh, the grieving, and one of the line items I have is one six anonymous who lost her sister to suicide, and I'm just so blessed to know that you're, who your name is and who I'm praying for. I'm also um, happy to hear uh, that you are going home to Ohio. I know that's something that you have wanted, and I know it's not under the circumstances that you would have wished, uh, but God makes a way. And if I had my Bible open, I would read to you um, from Deuteronomy 1, but I'm not near my Bible this minute. But it talks about how, you know, Moses comes down from the mountain and tells the Israelites, you have gathered at this mountain too long. It is time to go. And he lists all these geographical places. And he says, it's time to go to the home of your ancestors. And anytime anyone tells me that they are going home, going back to the place where they're from, I'm always reminded of that part in Deuteronomy. And um, I am just happy that this is a fruition of something that you have wanted. And I bless the way and I ask Father uh, to give Christy from now all the way Ohio, just for provision for the job that she's looking for, that she can be near her parents to minister them and have be able to use her skills. And Father, I just ask that you uh, give peace to their hearts as they all come together as a family and that you watch over them in your mighty, mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Gabber. This is Nancy in Oregon. I just want to say, I've been through the Bible, the whole entire Bible. Today is my anniversary. It was a year, a little over a year ago, but I was listening to the archives. So today is a full day, or a full year, that I've listened to the Bible. I've never done that before, and it's pretty exciting. But on January 31st, I'll have gone through it from Genesis to Exodus with you guys. 
I appreciate all your songs, your poems, your support, your encouragement, your prayers, your support. Just keep praying. I can use it. Some days I go through the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And I burst in tears on a way further. I just pray that I can just get through that and accept things that I cannot change and the courage to change the things that I can. The wisdom to know the difference. I'm hanging in there. I'm going to CR. And it's a faith-based, kind of like a policy anonymous for families. And that it can't hurt some other things that I'm intending for. Thank you for your support, your encouragement. I love you guys. And I've shared this program with others so that they can enjoy it too and go through the Bible. God's Word is all about Jesus and nothing but Jesus. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. My name is Lisa. I'm calling from Central Florida. It's Monday, February 10th. The reason for my call is I would like to ask for prayers for my husband, Michael. He was diagnosed with ocular melanoma 18 years ago. He's had some recent issues, uh, health issues that we're addressing um, via different diagnostic testing, uh, CT scans, upper GI, and that type of thing. I'm very worried about him. Um, He doesn't take care of himself, and he hasn't health-wise for someone who had cancer and I just wish that he would uh, you know realize that my son and I really want him to be around and to start taking care of himself like he should I just ask for prayers for him for these testings that are coming up and I just pray that everything's okay and that he realizes that we do love him and want him to be around and start taking care of himself. I appreciate all prayers. Thank you very much. I recently started listening January 1st. My son Dylan actually introduced me to the Daily Audio Bible, and it's been a blessing ever since. Um, I made a New Year's resolution that I was going to start listening, and I have listened every day since January 1st, and I listen to all the prayers, and I pray for all of you. It's just amazing to me uh, what Brian has done and I appreciate it and I thank you and I love you all. Bye-bye.